Good afternoon. My name is Sunit Das. I'm a neurosurgeon at St. Michael's Hospital and associate professor in neurosurgery at the University of Toronto. Um, I want to thank you for joining us at the Center for Ethics. Um, I'm going to speak today uh, about issues that are critical to my role as a physician uh, in this moment uh, where we've been dealing with a uh, crisis in a way that we haven't faced before. Um, I'm a neurosurgeon uh, and a neuro-oncologist. My clinical practice is focused in cancer. Uh, what I do as a surgeon um, is typically of relative high acuity. Uh, my patients are coming in with uh, what are relatively urgent issues. This isn't the case for all patients with cancers. There are some cancers that are slow moving and where treatment delays uh, won't necessarily result in an impaired outcome. Um, these are issues that we don't typically need to consider uh, when we construct systems of cancer care and when we take care of patients with ca cancer. And they are issues that have become severe and critical ones for us to think of now in this moment where we are dealing as a system and a society uh, with a crisis uh, that's resulted in scarcity, uh, scarcity of hospital resource, scarcity of physician resource, uh, as well as dealing with a crisis that places our patients uh, at increased risk. And we have data to show that patients with cancers are at increased risk of COVID infection and of severity of COVID infection. Uh, and so measures to decrease the risks associated with increased exposure of patients to environments where they uh, could uh, be exposed to, to, to COVID infection uh, and to decrease immunocompromise that often accompanies many of the treatments that we use for cancer, uh, these issues become relevant in a new way. Um, on an administrative level, I've had a role at the province to construct prioritizations uh, that uh, have served as guidelines for clinicians as they consider which treatments for which patients are urgent and can't be delayed uh, versus those where uh, considering triage for the moment uh, may be more sensible and more appropriate for the patient. Um, what I'm gonna share today uh, really is outside of that administrative role and, and speaks to the ethics of these concerns. And um, today I'm gonna, in a very old fashioned way, present a paper uh, that uh, I've written with a colleague, Connor uh, Brennan, and uh, I'll, I'll simply read this uh, paper. The paper's in review now, uh, uh, but I'd be happy to, to speak to it, and I'll give you my contact information uh, after my talk. Uh, our paper is titled, Terraforming the Ethical Landscape, COVID-19 and the Principle of Justice. Amongst the most elegant and robust approaches to modern ethical problems in medicine is that put forward by Bocamp and Childress, a variant of principalism based on four key moral concepts. And these are concepts that might be familiar to you. These are beneficence, non-malfeasance, autonomy, and justice. 
the principle of beneficence is our obligation to act for a patient's net benefit, performing actions for which the expected outcomes are consistent with the patient's values. Non-malfeasance is our obligation to avoid harm to a patient by balancing the prob probabilities of potential harms, which could range in severity and therefore in moral importance, that may come from our attempts at beneficent action. Autonomy refers to our obligation to respect a patient's ability to make choices pertaining to themselves insofar as they have the capacity to do so and have been provided sufficient information and space to make informed and uncoerced decisions. Finally, the principle of justice is defined simply as the impartial and fair adjudication between competing claims. Each ethical obligation is prima facie meaning that it's accepted as universal until it comes into conflict with another, creating moral and ethical tension. This conflict is common and expected in medical practice. One can readily envision, for example, a situation in which an autonomous patient declines to, decides to decline beneficent treatment against medical advice. The 2019 coronavirus, COVID-19 pandemic, however, reveals a unique source of ethical tension in the practice of medicine and delivery of healthcare, one that we seldom see in North American practice. This tension speaks to an inherent lack of resonance between the four ethical principles of beneficence, non-malfeasance, autonomy, and justice, the issue of distributive justice. Nowhere perhaps are the challenges of the COVID-19 pandemic more obvious than in its demand that we engage in unfamiliar discussion about how to best proceed with unnecessary cancer treatments. I'm sorry, with necessary cancer treatments. This concern represents a tension inherent within the four pillars of medical ethics. It has already been previously determined that cancer therapy aligns with the ethical directives of patients and their providers. Here, however, a novel external pressure has added new layers of complication to decision-making on treatment. The pandemic has required established treatment decisions and algorithms to be revisited. The intended medical benefits of treatment to each patient and the clear risks of delaying treatment must be weighed against several potential harms. As summarized recently by colleagues at Queens, the risks to cancer patients of exposure during clinic visits and the risks heightened by immunocompromise associated with cancer treatments must be considered in scope of the possible benefits of radiation and chemotherapy. The rationale involved in this consideration is rooted in the principles of beneficence and non-menfusence, weighing the utility of treatment against the risks of serious and possibly fatal infection. Hannah and colleagues from Queens continue by suggesting deferral of radiotherapy and systemic treatments determined to be low priority, such as for those indications which are not especially worsened by delay or for which alternative treatments might exist and urgent attention for those whose treatments cannot wait in the context of a severely resource-limiting pandemic. The rationale for this decision adheres to the ethical principle of justice in an unusual way. We are rarely forced in the practice of cancer care in North America to consider issues of utilitarian concern. There are exceptions which we can identify. In Ontario, for example, the decision has been made not to fund expensive chemotherapy regimens with little added clinical benefit or expensive treatments for which there is little proof of efficacy. These issues and decisions are not limited to Ontario. The Memorial Sloan Kettering Cancer Center similarly decided in 2012 not to support a clinical protocol on the balance of relative costs and expected benefit. 
This liberty can be challenged, however, by external events that command significant proportions of the medical resources available in the healthcare system, such as war, ecological disaster, epidemic, or in this case, COVID-19. In the case of the COVID-19 pandemic, the resources in short supply include hospital beds, ventilators, respiratory masks, and healthy medical personnel. Such situations yield to justice as a guiding ethical principle when suddenly those patients who would otherwise rely on such resources are outcompeted by those who may need them more. As exposed by the COVID-19 pandemic, justice is unique among the four principles of medical ethics because there exists a tension within the principle of justice rather than between it and other prima facie principles. This tension is possible because justice itself is a composite comprising many parts such as distributive justice, social justice, environmental justice, and even poetic justice. The COVID-19 pandemic is an apotheosis of distributive justice with deals with the fair allocation of resources because the sudden demand on one portion of the medical system, in this case, frontline care and intensive care units, requires the system in its entirety to react and recalibrate. For example, by canceling elective operations and retraining physicians who do not typically treat respiratory diseases to operate a ventilator. This recalibration is necessary to maintain fairness in the distribution of care, which must now shift to include a new patient population. The process of distributive justice in healthcare has its own nuances, governed by principles of relative need, outcome maximization, and egalitarianism, but with a final aim of determining how to best prioritize patients and ration resources. Ultimately, it's an example of justice which serves society as a whole rather than for the single individual, leading us to suggest that it is essentially different from the other ethical principles. While the principles of beneficence, non-malfeasance and autonomy all tend to serve the interests of an individual patient and are therefore tools of deontological care applied within the patient clinician unit, the principle of justice represents a compound of ideas, some of which serve the same interests and others which instead serve the interests of the utilitarian system within which these units exist. This latter group is distinct in that it's very much system oriented. Under duress, resources that would be focused on the individual, for example, a cancer patient deemed now low priority, must instead be dedicated to the care of someone else. For example, a patient with coronavirus deemed in need of urgent attention. This decision is made on the premise that observation of distributive justice serving the interests of the system outweigh the individual injustice inflicted on the cancer patient deemed low priority. We propose that this example reveals the principle of justice as unique from the other three core ethical principles. In juxtaposition to beneficence, malfeasance and autonomy, which are solely patient-centric, Justice encompasses both person and system-centered concerns. The principles of justice, I'm sorry, the principles of, non, of beneficence, non-malfeasance and autonomy, as well as some components of the principle of justice, necessarily reflect the commitment of the medical profession to better the circumstances of an individual patient and operate with the assumption that these principles are situationally malleable enough to be contrary to every patient. The remaining components of justice bear the potential to, to detract from the concerns of an individual patient in favor of a higher ethical imperative, however, and what is just for the system may not always be just for the individual. 
We posit that the ethical quandaries raised by extreme resource limiting situations such as COVID-19 speak to an inherent lack of resonance between the four ethical principles of our healthcare system, a division which has always existed within the framework of these principles, but which is brought out by circumstances of distributive or other systems oriented justice. In light of this, we propose a novel understanding of the pillars of medical ethics, which recognizes the principle of justice as proposed as possessing two elements, a category of internal justice, which serves individual patient interests, and one of external justice, which serves system interests. In order to avoid situations of tension within rather than between prima facie principles of medical ethics, we would favor their conceptual reorganization into four deontological ethical principles, beneficence, non-mofesence, autonomy, and internal justice. In situations of practical ethical tension, these are considered as prima facie principles to steer decision-making and weighed against the utilitarian ethical principles of, of external justice. The COVID-19 pandemic illustrates a divide within the prima facie ethical principles of justice, which splits into two halves with fundamentally, fundamentally different interests. One of these halves is concordant with the other three prima facie principles of medical ethics, beneficence, non-malfeasance, and autonomy. The other element of justice is anomalous and blind to the interests of any one patient. This latter category, which reflects the broader interests of the system manifesting in principles such as distributive justice, tends to manifest only during specific circumstances. Here, a severe draw on medical resources resulting from the COVID-19 pandemic. Nonetheless, this tension has always existed within medical ethics with a tendency to be masked by limited discussion around resource constraints. External justice has always been and remains distinct from the patient-oriented principles of internal justice and from, other, and from the other three prima facie ethical principles, beneficence, non-malfeasance, and autonomy. Thanks very much. Uh, I would be happy to discuss this matter further. Um, it's one that uh, I'm interested in exploring interested in exploring in greater detail, then I'd be pleased to continue, continue this discussion with you. Uh, if you are interested, please reach out to me. You can find me on the University of Toronto website under my name, Sunit Das, uh, or you can email me at sunit.das at utoronto.ca. Thanks very much.